Welcome to Adulting Backwards. This is Adulting Backwards. Adulting Backwards. That's all I got. What's good, Adulting fam? Welcome back for another week and another episode. So we're going to do what we usually do, and that's just a quick check-in to let you all know how we've been doing. Um, I'll go ahead and start. I've been doing good. Um, I don't have no real complaints this week. Nothing real huge going on. Uh, the babies was on spring break. Um, I was still working. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't get to be with them the way I wanted to, but they seem to really enjoy themselves um, which is great because they definitely deserve a break. Um, I spoke with a personal trainer this week, Uh-oh. well, last week, and um, I'm kind of scared, but <laughs> but we're gonna see what happens. Um, I gotta I gotta reach back out to him, somebody I actually met on the job um, that I guess does it on the side. So we're gonna see how it works out. Dudes is um, he's he's a bodybuilder, so. Like I said, I'm scared, but he literally specializes in what I want to do, which is strength training um, Mm. and lifting. So we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. And I will definitely keep you guys up to date. Um, I've still been like up and down about the yoga thing. I found a class I want to go to and I found one I was going to go to and they actually canceled it the day I was going to do it. But um, I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try it again this week, look into it. And if I do it, I'm going to definitely come back and report to you guys how how it went and what's going on. And I'm going to definitely let you guys know what's going on with the um the personal trainer as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's a big leap there. You know, jump in. That's jump in. <laughs> Dive in head first. Yeah. All right. All right, what you got, Antonio? What you got going on? Um, I've been doing all right. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, starting some new business endeavors. Um, working towards that. I'm still working. Oh, your life coaching session. Yeah, that was about to bring that. Up. Still working my life coaching sessions and working nice. on that. Which you know, after that, I didn't talk about it that much last week. Um, but after that, and kind of implementing some different things, I feel a little better. Yeah. Um, it's like overall, like the mood feels like some stuff is like lifted off me a little bit. Um, and I like it, so I'm keeping up with it, keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get to walk as much as I wanted to this week. You know, I started doing more physical activity, like walking and doing some doing some stuff at the house because uh, I was with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Besides that, I got some not so nice news on the medical side, but I can turn it to be nice news. So I figured that out. But besides that, I've been doing overall all right. Nice. Nice. That's so good to hear. You, Jason. Well, let me see with me. Well, I had a good, we had a pretty nice week, man. I went on that cruise. All right. A cruise. That was pretty nice. Um, I was expecting the worst, like always, because <laughs> I didn't want to be locked on a boat for a week, but it turned out to be excellent. And it was an excellent time with my kids. You know, um, it's good to take those, you know, every chance you get, the kids are getting older now and soon they'll be going their different ways. My daughter graduates next month. Um, and she's headed off to college and, you know, my son's working more now. So it's like less and less of the kids. So 
any little chance to grab those, you know, that time with them. Um, Cause you know, sooner or later, the little birdies leave the nest, you know? So <laughs> I'm just trying. It was, it was fun though. I had a good time. I got a little sick, but um, everything's all good and I'm alive and kicking and enjoying life. Nice. So tell us this, was it scary to go on a boat like uh, post COVID? Uh, it really wasn't bad. Um, they really, everyone had to be tested to get on the boat. At least, uh, I think it was at least 40, within 48 hours and everybody was vaccinated. And I mean, so it's no different than being in Walmart. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, uh, I mean, Walmart, actually, you don't know what them people got. At least True. we know the people on the boat got tested and they're all vaccinated. And um, so, I mean, it really wasn't bad at all. And there was, you know, hand sanitizer stations every, you know, few feet. They had them everywhere. And they, they, they looked like they did a really good job to making sure as best as possible, you know, that everybody was safe. So it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Was there anything different about this cruise than I guess any cruise that you've taken in the past? Uh, no, not really. I mean, this one was the first time we went on, I guess, Royal Caribbean. We always went on carnival and Royal Caribbean's a, I mean, that's, it's a game changer. It's a game changer, <laughs> man. Yeah. That's different. That was different. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, Carnival too, but Royal Caribbean's ships are insane. I mean, it's it's a city. It's a little city on water. It's it's crazy. I mean, you forget you're on a boat a lot of the time. Um, it's a great experience. I wouldn't say like seven days is what drives me crazy. Yeah? Seven days anywhere drives me nuts. Um, but it's definitely something, you know, that if you haven't been on one, it's worth giving a shot. It really is. It's, it's a crazy experience. And you stop in a few places and see, you know, visit different places for, I think we go for like six to eight hours. We stopped on a few different islands. So in the Virgin Islands and out there. Um, so it, it was really fun. We all had a really great time. And uh, uh, as much as I hate it, cruising, I'm looking forward to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, since we've checked in and everybody seems to be doing well, which is great, um, we're going to jump right on into the topic. So a lot of topics today, I'm not going to lie, uh, came from me going down the YouTube rabbit hole. OK, yeah. So we'll just put that out mm. there before we start, because they're kind of all over the place. So I think before we get into like some heavier stuff with it. Let's do something a little light right now. And the one that I want to talk about is a quote from DMX. Um, RIP DMX, by the way. But he said he was on Drinking Champs. And he said something and it struck me because I'm like, okay, I can relate on different levels. So I'm going to read you guys what he said because I wrote it down. Um, and then we're just going to discuss it. So it starts off by saying... Always trust everyone to be themselves, but trust the fact that you can see them well. It takes too much energy to not trust someone always having to be two steps ahead of them. And then he goes on to say, trust them to be them. And the host of the, um, the podcast that he's on is like asking questions and stuff like that. And he goes on to explain and he says, trust a snake to bite, trust a liar to lie to you, trust a thief to steal. And then he ends it by saying, trust them to be them, but know them when you see them. Yeah. So that hit me and I'm just like, that was deep. That was deep. And it was less than five minutes. He got that out, but it was so heavy and it was so loaded. 
And it makes a lot of sense. So yeah. before we get too deep into it and I give my opinion, I want to know what y'all think. So Antonio, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think that's deep. I think that's, I think it's accurate. Um, I think that, I think the key point that <laughs> I see in there is that you got to be able to identify that. So you got to be able to recognize a snake when you see a snake. You got to be able to recognize a thief when you see a yeah. thief. And that's not always easy, but it's easier than not trusting nobody. Because you're worrying about not trusting everybody. And it's, that's a lot of effort. That's a lot of stuff you're doing. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I think that you, um, you got to be able to, if you can identify those. But yeah, trust me, like, just how to say this like so when you interact with people you interact with people differently like how i interact with heather is different than how i interact with the postman or how i interact with the person at, at the grocery store or even to be more into it, how i act with her is different than like how i would like talk to my sister because right. you only talk to people to a degree or you only trust people to a degree even like everybody you know there's people you talk about certain stuff to and you don't talk to other about stuff because you know that that's not something you can talk to. You, you can trust that that's not, that they're going to do what they're going to do with that. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have that, that same issue, like being identified, being the same as being able to identify that and being able to recognize that in people is that if you don't, I don't want to say you're naive, but if you don't have that experience first, you won't be, I don't think you'd really be able to recognize that as well. And so it's a, it's kind of the same dynamic, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, you just, I think you just got to really find a, a that fine line between being naive and being paranoid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't want to be totally naive and, and think that everybody, you know, and expect the best out of people because you will be let down most of the time. Um, so like, I don't want to say I'm not a people person, but definitely when I'm first meeting people, you got to, you got to kind of keep a little bit of an arm's length, you know, and, and feel them out and kind of learn their personality and see what they're about. Um, a lot of people just expect the best out of everyone, you know, jumping right into it. Oh, wow. You're a friend of so-and-so. So you must be great. And that'd be the one that steal your credit card information and clean you out. You know what I mean? Like, so you just, you know, it's just finding that fine line until, you know, it's a long um, feeling out process and you just got to, like you said, though, you know, when you see things that they are doing, don't just think it's an accident. Don't think, oh, they must be having a bad day. Like they're going to show you who they are. You just got to receive the message. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree with both of you. I agree with both of you. But then at the same time, right, there still comes these times where there's like these this peak of uh, I think people think they see more certain morality in people. And I think they press their beliefs on that person they, they project and you'll be going through something and I think you start expecting people to act a certain way so like let's say for instance somebody in your family dies and you have to take off work now you already know the people you work with you know who, how they are and how they act but for whatever reason in this scenario you're looking for them to I guess you know be empathetic and sympathetic to what you have going on but you already know how they are. 
You already yeah. know how they were before. You already know how they operate because you've seen it. But for whatever reason, you're in this position now. You're looking for something different. And then when they don't follow through with what you think they should be doing, you're pissed. Yeah. But you already knew how they were. So I, I that's what I thought about with that quote is like, yeah. yeah, you should trust them. And you know who they are when you see them. But there's still that little bleak of, you know, something happens and it's like, oh, no, 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 no. They're going to be supportive. They're going to call me and ask me how I'm doing. They're going to yeah. send flowers. And then they don't. But that was the person they were before any of this happened. That's, you've seen it time and time again. But you, in that moment, you expected something different. But they yeah. showed you who, you, you know, they showed you who they are a long time ago. Why is that? Why do we do that? Because it'll think- happen even when, like, people say you're close to somebody. Like you, for instance, Antonio, I'd like using you as an example since I'm all in your business. <laughs> but Antonio <laughs> has a friend who's recently, I, I don't know how to put it. He's, yeah, he's just, he's out there. Now, mind you, a few years ago, I was trying to help, help the same friend um, do some things. And I told Antonio then, I said, there's no help in this person until he wants help and I could see the signs and different things like that. And eventually I just kind of eased off and stopped and he just kept doing this little up and down thing. And I told him, Tony, you got to be careful. You're going to get sucked into that or you're going to get disappointed. Now, years later, it's finally showing itself and it's presented itself for Antonio. But when he talks about this friend, it's like, he's looking for, something different but that's something different has been gone a long time ago that's not the person that this person is but it's like yeah. you've seen that but you weren't willing to accept that but he showed you who he was a few times but yeah <laughs> what's your thoughts oh I, that sounds like a statement um like on what you just said, or I mean, just period, because that's an example of it, though. Like it's why well, I, I okay example okay. So I think it's a mixture of things, or it could be a couple things individually. Like one, like I want to say, like forgetfulness or complacency with something. They're like, oh yeah, you know, it's it's probably not the same, or like you don't think about it because like, oh yeah. They're going to act like this and, and they don't. Um, another part and or another one would be like, that's how they are. But, you know, over time, like that's changed. So they're not going to be the same way to me. See, now they, the other person hasn't changed, but you're expecting them to treat you differently. And that's not the case all the time. Uh, they'll still treat you like everybody else. So what you thought was a maybe a better relationship, a better connection um, wasn't the same in their mind. Um, And then I think the third one would be that you just, it's kind of like, I'd say you're like, it's leading yourself. It's not lying to yourself. Like I get bothered by a friend she mentioned before uh, a couple times a year. And it's because I lead myself on hoping that he's going to come around and be ready to make changes and at least start the changes or, or take steps in the right direction. And it's like, and, and he's not, he's 
not going in the right direction. And in the right. past where he would maybe like get out or get his stuff to like go in, get out, like go into jail or prison or whatever, get out, get his stuff to get start working like that. Now this last time he got out, well, the last two times he got out, he would use him been working right away. Working, saving up, he had a car, wouldn't have no license. Get a license, wouldn't have no car, losing both, lose one, lose the other. But now it's not even like that. And at this point right now, he's not even trying to contact me. So he's just out there and choosing to be out there alone. Uh, and that's, I mean, ain't nothing I can do about that. It's, it's, it's unfortunate and it's hurtful to watch somebody you care about continue to hurt themselves. Yeah. But um, you only hurt yourself if, if you press on them because all you're doing is press on something that's not willing to move yet. Mm. Uh, so you, you, you're hurting yourself by doing that. But, um, those are the three things I think affect, I think that, 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 the ideology or the thought process and all the, like, they're going to do this. And now I was surprised or, oh, they, they just reminded me of that. They're like this. What's your thoughts, Jason? Yeah, I, I think, um. I have a bad habit of projecting my expectations of people, you know, even though I know 10 times out of the last 10, they haven't done what I felt like was the thing to do being that we're friends or we're family or we care about each other. You know, I expect if my, if my friend is sick, I'm going to call and check on them. So when I project that onto somebody else and they don't call or check up on me, then I take it as they don't give a shit about me. You know what I mean? But I think that's the thing. If I stop putting my expectations on people, then there's a lot less room for error. You know what I mean? A lot less room to be let down by people. Um, And just like you said, I mean, they've showed how they operate. You know what I mean? Just learning how they operate and realize that like, Maybe this friend ain't, uh, how should I put it? They don't think about you in the same manner that you think about them. And maybe mm-hmm. it's time to to work on some things, you know, to maybe put some distance or to maybe you can be an adult and speak to them about it. Hey, you know, it hurts my feelings or I don't feel that you care for me in the same manner that I care for you. Um, and maybe have a conversation about it. But the main thing, I like I said, is just putting expectations on people um most of the time you're going to get let down when you think so and so should have done this or so and so is supposed to do this you know what i mean i feel like i get let down a lot when i do that so that's something i need to dang you know work on or whatever i don't know i think how like listening to you kind of reminded me of something and like you talk about projecting your expectations of people on other people or expectations of actions on other people but where is your line? But you also have to have expectations of how you want to be treated in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. People, friends, family, whatever. And if those people don't meet those expectations, they got to go. You got to cut them out. Exactly. Either we got to have a conversation or you got to go. Yeah. So things exactly, you know, you can, there's definitely a boundary and I'm not talking about them being, you know, disrespectful or, you know, uh, doing things, stealing from you or something like that. I'm just talking about, you know, basic, um, 
things that you think people would do. You know, I, I, oh, that's yeah. why it's hard to say, because I don't know what my expectations might be different than your expectation might be different than Heather's expectations. So it's a really, you know, it's, it's, I guess, just a personal thing. So whenever you feel like things are getting a little out of hand, then I think maybe it's time to either pull away completely and just let them have their best life or, you know, you can have a conversation about it and see if, if it can be fixed or things can be changed. If not, move in separate directions. And see, and see, <laughs> that's where it kind of leads back to like what I was talking about too. You don't realize you have a standard because that's what you, you just said. You said right. it was an expectation, but it's a standard. You don't realize you have a standard until right. it isn't met. Yep. That's the whole thing. And mm -hmm. we, we have these silent expectations and standards for people and we don't even realize it until yeah. it's not met. That need hasn't been met or they fall short. And it's just like, why am I feeling like this? Cause you had an expectation, you had a standard and yeah, this person exactly. didn't come close to that. And then yeah. the same thing where you was like, well, maybe we should have a conversation. Should we, should we have a conversation? Well, because that I, person I, already showed you who they were. It's yeah, now you battling how you feel with who they are. Yeah. But some people, um, Everybody, you know, different personalities. I think you got to at least let them know where that line is. You know what I mean? If you never, if you never set the boundary line, then you can't get mad that they cross the line. You know what I mean? A, a certain line. So I feel like at first, you know, you got it's a feeling out process, and then once it gets to a certain point, you hey, I don't appreciate when you do this or when you don't do this. And if they basically say, fuck you, then it's time for us to have no conversation and it's over. You know what I mean? So, but I mean, I think if you don't set the tone, if you don't set the boundary lines, uh, they didn't know. I mean, you know what I mean? You, you, you think that there it is again, you expect them to have common sense to think that something no right from wrong and how relationships are handled. And, but if you don't, put that line in the sand then how can we get mad if they cross it or don't cross it you know what I mean I think it's all about communication and if things are not going in the relationship if it's not going the way you feel it should go and you're uncomfortable then you either say something or call it quits complete you know completely cut it off but um, I think they gotta know you know you should let them at least know that something's wrong and what what your expectations are of this. And if it's something you both can't agree on, then, you know, if you can't agree on it, then you got to go separate ways. You know? You're right. You're right. I, maybe I was just thinking more personal because like if we're friends or we're in yeah. some kind of relationship, I I'm usually pretty upfront. Like if I notice some tick, that's going to make me, I like, yo, yo, <laughs> yeah. yo, yo, let me, let me hit you up real fast. I don't bang with that. And when you do that, I'm going to snap. Type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I, I usually do that with people to yeah. let them know because it's. I'm usually pretty good about that. I don't want to have to encounter it later, and we're like deep into our friendship. I feel like if I let you know ahead of time, it lets you know whether or not yeah. you want to continue to bang with me or not. And if yeah. you don't, I respect that because I do have a, a certain standard for my friends. And if you friends with me, we gonna meet that damn standard. Period. Or we yeah. ain't we ain't friends. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, you got to set the tone. You got to you got to put the line in the sand. So at least it's everybody knows what the rules are to the game. Now, if you if they choose to cross, you know, break those rules or cross that line, then now we got a problem. But I think you know, if there's no rules and there's no line, you can't really fault them for not, you know, meeting the standard. You know what I mean? So yeah. 
But uh, if they're your friend and I mean, you know, it's a conversation you should or an acquaintance or whatever. And if you don't feel like it's worth the time, then it's not worth the time. Then just completely cut the shit off. Oh, you had something you wanted to add? No, something that popped in my head. What's that, up? Uh, somebody I used to know song. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been playing, like, all week, too. Like, we've been watching, like, Twitch and stuff like that, and the song just pops on in the background while we're watching people gaming. So, yeah, it probably just led up to this moment, babe. There's a reason That's it's right. been playing I've been all thinking week. of that one and yeah. the, the remix by Akon. Yeah. I like a both. But yeah, I, regardless of, you know, what rabbit hole we just went down talking about it, the quote is awesome. BMX yeah. was oh, definitely yeah. onto something and he's, he, he was right. I think from here on out, I'm going to try to approach situations like that. Um, because it's a lot of, it is a lot of energy trying to be two steps ahead and making sure you don't slip up and say the wrong thing and things like that. Like just from the get go, when they show you who they are, Oh, I believe you. That's exactly who you are. And you're not going to change. And I shouldn't expect anything different. Yeah. But yeah, they would make things a hell of a lot easier than thinking like, okay, well, today this person is not going to be a butthole. Although the other 364 days they were. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I write, if I walk into the room with a paper that says, I hate you, why do you need me to prove it? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Well, shit, I told you already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I showed you that already. You know, you want me to show you more? You know, like, just just take it for what it is, man, and, and take that information and move on. Yes. Yes. So, the next topic down the oh, YouTube short rabbit hole. This one's good. All right. So, I came across... I don't know if it was an interview, it was a podcast, I don't know. And I don't know who the young man was who was talking, but I stopped and listened. And he's he's going on about how, uh, I guess he was with, he had a main, a main lady he was with, and then he had 16 other women that he was knocking down or something to that extent. And he goes on and he's talking about how the one woman in his life that was like down for him that he should have been with that type of thing. He treated her like trash. He said he treated her the worst and he felt like the other 16 women he were with pretty much didn't compare to that woman and they were probably weak. And then he goes on about how men consistently do this. Like they'll go and they'll cheat and they'll be with other women. And that one main woman that's in their life, pretty much hold so much more weight and could offer them so much more, but they stay messing with whoever, whenever type of thing, just because. Um, and then he goes on to talk about how that woman pretty much gave him a mental encounter and was going to better him, was going to better his life and help him change and do different things. And that the other women were basically sexual encounters and they kind of just meant nothing. Like, you know, you can have a sexual encounter with anybody, but that mental encounter is huge. You know, you can't have that with everybody. That's something special. But pretty much, you know, why are we tossing that away? Why do we do that type of thing? And then I wanted to present it to the podcast because I've seen women do the same thing. Um, to men who are good, even to men that are like not so good, but are good for them. Like maybe the man was like terrible, cheated on everybody else. But then it came to this one woman. And, you know, she out and about, per se. 
and she treated him like trash. Mm. You know, he willing to change. He's willing to do this, that for it. And the same thing, like, you know, comes across for men. So yeah, it's a gender neutral question. Yeah, it, it very much is. He just said man, cause that's his experience. Cause yes, he's a man. Cause he's a man. But, um, I'm going to read y'all the quote that he said, and it says, um, he, he didn't say, um, <laughs> it didn't say that. <laughs> uh, why do we treat, uh, the women worse who's trying to help us the most? So I know Antonio, you have some strong opinions yeah, about this. It's because you're an asshole, first off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think that is it is a powerful quote. I think it should say like partner or whatever. I don't think it should be like man and women because like had it said women ha- can have that same tendencies. Um but yeah, I think what he said was is like is like a deep quote and but I don't think he has the perspective, the proper perspective to go with it. And what I mean by that is like when I heard that and when she wrote down, I looked at it like I had the perspective where, yeah, that makes sense. Like you hurt the people who are trying to help you the most. And then I was trying to like, in my opinion, um, this young man, he, he mentions in there that he had like sexual encounters and, and mental encounters. So like his, the, the main woman he was talking about, he had that mental encounter with her. Yeah. So he's like, you know, I was treating her like shit. And in, in my belief, it's you, know, you realize that you're having more than just a sexual encounter. It's a, it's a mental encounter. So it's getting out of your comfort zone and you realize this is what's happening. So now you're probably treating all 17 women like shit, but this woman who's trying to help you, you feel is you're hurting more. And that's yeah. just from your perspective. Cause you have more like, um, consideration for her now. So now you're doing her wrong, but you're treating all these women like shit. And the other ones you're having that sexual encounter with, you're like, Oh, they're weak. They're weak. Or they're this or that. Well, you're only having a sexual encounter with them. You're not taking the time to have that mental encounter with them to see what kind of person they are. Cause a lot of people could have good bodies. And mm-hmm. and just be trash, or they could be good at sexual encounters and be trash people. They could be smart. They could be, um, I don't know, dumb. I mean, there there it could be yeah. a, a lot of things. So I mean, yeah, that's a good quote. Where it's coming from, I don't think he has the proper respect. I think he's still going to have a hard time because of yeah. his perspective. Yeah, just like you can hear like a great speech. You could read a great book, read a great quote. It should, you could even watch a picture show. I call movies picture shows. Let me put that out there. <laughs> you could be watching a picture show that touched you in a way that it made you, it changed your perspective. And when that perspective changes, you can use information that you just found out or information you already had and apply it differently because you have a different perspective and I can usually use it properly to help yourself or the situation or just become more informed about something or more knowledgeable about something. Um, I, I don't want to go on a tangent, but uh, <laughs> I, I digress. What do you, what do you guys think? I, I just think that that, um, that gentleman has a lot of growing up to do. He has a lot of 
Uh, he needs to look at it, look in the mirror and figure out what the hell he wants to do with himself. You know what I mean? Um, the one person that is showing you the most love and support is the one you treat the worst. That just seems, I mean, that just seems totally opposite. Maybe the, the, the woman in that situation may need to see that DMX quote we just talked about. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. for seeing this guy for who he is. And a lot of times people think that people are going to change. Oh, I can fix him. You know what I mean? Some people, no, that's him. I, I don't know how old this gentleman is, you know, but usually, you know, I mean, he's probably this, he's been doing this for a while, you know, and I, I think it's going to take a time for where she's going to have to, she's probably showing him a thousand times that, you know, she probably caught him or they went through it and she took him back and kept them. And now he feels comfortable to where he knows, look, I did this 45 times before and she's still here, you know, um, and she's going to have to, you know, she's going to have to fix that, you know what I mean? Or cut him off. But I think that gentleman himself just, he's, I hate the word, use the word broken, but he needs to figure shit out because he's living in in opposite world, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you shouldn't be afraid to use the word broken because if a lot of us are broken, but that means yeah. we can be fixed. Yeah, yeah, you that, that I mean? gentleman, he, he needs a lot of, uh, he needs to go to a repair shop. He definitely has some issues. <laughs> and I, that I think repaired. that lady who was trying to help him had already stepped on. That's why he's talking about it now because it made him think like, oh man. Oh yeah, 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 you're right. She might've said, put him in check and now now he's looking back like these are the things I were doing. And what, what was the other story? Or the other thing, we were talking about something where a dude, like, it found out that he was cheating for like, like twenty five years in like a a thirty or thirty five year marriage, like, like with different, like he had like kids around. Oh wow! And yeah. it was crazy. And the wife didn't know, and so he held that up with her wife. Or like back in the day, I don't think you hear about it too much. It was, I hear about it now, but it's not referred to the same way. So. I remember when I was small, they talked about, oh, dude got like another family, like a secret family. Like mugs really like lead a house and then like go to another house where they had like <laughs> a woman with their kids and the other family had no idea about it. Yeah. You know, some people might, but, or like kids running to each other, his, their own kids running to each other at school. And it's like, you look really familiar. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. well, that, that's my dad too. Like what? <laughs> Be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Mm. What you got, Heather? <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. so many layers. So <laughs> many layers. I I really want to stick to the quote, but then when he started hitting on the whole what them 16 other women were weak, my thought is. Like Antonio said, you didn't take the time to get to know these women. And what could have happened is some of them could have been weak, but I seriously doubt it. A lot of times people present who they think you want to see. And maybe they wanted a relationship with him. Or maybe they just, you know, this is the way to get to this man. He wants sex. I'm going to give him sex. But they could have been as valuable as that one woman who presented herself yeah. in a different life. I'm trying, you know, a different light. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you, you know, achieve this, achieve that. You know, we're not just running up in the bed together. I got something else, you know, that's a little bit, you know, better. Like, there's so much more to me than just my body. But not every woman perceives that as something that you can lead with because a lot of men put it out there. That's not what they want. So whatever you're asking for out of your mouth, you're going to receive that. 
And mm-hmm. that, like you said, he has some growing to do. So who's to say he didn't present himself in that way? Maybe you're not ready for this woman. It's not so much of you just treating her like shit. You're not ready for that. You recognize that it's something good. You recognize that it's something that you need and you're running away from it because it makes you uncomfortable. It makes you look at yourself in a different light. Oh, I need to change. What I'm doing is not okay, but I'm not willing to let that go right now. But yeah. the, I think to push that narrative on and say like all men are like that, by no means do I. I don't think that's a thing. No. I definitely don't think that's a thing. Um, but I do believe there are a lot of immature men. I do believe there's a lot of immature women. I think there's a lot of people that aren't ready to face themselves. And sometimes you can see that you can see that in other people. Like if I'm with this person, I'm going to have to change it. If I'm with this person, I'm going to have to do better. If I'm friends with this person, I got to move differently. I got to act differently. I ain't ready for all that. Yeah. So you treat them like shit. But I mean, that speaks to your character too. If you know you're hurting somebody, why would you continue to do it? Yeah. 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 I think, I think his, his own ego also his own ego. I mean, who's, for him, he thinks he's he's got it made. You know what I mean? I got these 16 women. I'm the man. You know what I mean? Who's to say they weren't using him? And, you know, sure. he just feels like he feels like he's the man because he got all these different women. But maybe they were getting what they needed from him and moving on. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. True. True. So, is there anything else we can add to this? Um, no, I'm good. I think that's it. Okay. All right. So the next one down the YouTube short rabbit hole. Only fans. (laughs) (laughs) So there's this little sector of women that do only fans and they are called only fans, um, moms. And I think that when you hear it, the perception is like, what? So I'm going to explain. So the one video I was looking at specifically, because once I looked at it, a bunch of them popped up. But this lady, um, I think she's like a stay-at-home mom. And she wasn't bringing in any money. She wasn't doing anything. She wasn't able to work. She had like, I think like four or five kids. And the youngest was is in diapers. He can't walk or anything like that. And OnlyFans came about, she got whiff of it, and the next thing she knows, she's made a profile, and now she makes six figures a year. Uh, Her family's life has completely changed. Her kids are little, and I'm talking about, like, early elementary little. They're they're all, like, what uh, people call down south steps. It's like she, (laughs) she got pregnant, she had the baby, she got pregnant again. So they're, like, little steps. All they know is that their mom... Uh, works on social media. They don't know what she does. She's not married. She has a partner. Um, and he has no problem with what she does. He actually felt that she handles things quite well and he helps her out. So he has no problem at it. She's still able to be a a stay at home mom. She's still able to take care of the kids. She's still able to do regular things. Um, she literally, when the youngest baby goes to sleep and the other kids are at school, she pops on the camera, puts on her lingerie and she does OnlyFans. Mm. when it's time for the baby to get up, turn that camera off, go get the baby. And she handles the rest of her day. Doesn't even take out that much time out of her day. And she's making six figures. Now she's gotten pushed back from her family. Um, her brother had a whole lot to say about it. Um, 
And then she thinks now that some of the other moms, when she goes to get her, um, her kids that are school age from school, she feels like she's getting certain looks and being judged about what she does. And I was just only one of the stories. There were yeah. plenty of them on there where moms have actually told their kids, this is what mommy's doing. Mommy's making money, you know, and the kids are okay with it. You know, they're a little bit older. Yeah. Um, there was another one. I was watching Dormtainment's podcast this week and they had a story on where the brother, it was a brother had a sister who was doing OnlyFans and she had posted on Twitter about how her brother was getting picked on and stuff. She pretty much just said she didn't care. Like she was going to do what she was going to do. And the, the brother was getting picked on and he was having a hard time. And, you know, they had a little discussion about it. Like, you know, it's kind of inconsiderate. You're not thinking about your brother. You're not thinking about the people you impact with this OnlyFans. So that was the thing. That was one of the reasons that kind of made me want to be like, okay, after I saw it again, I'm like, we need to talk about this. Like, do you think it's not fair for these women to be doing OnlyFans when they have families and things like that? Like, I guess because of that the impact it could have on the people around them. You can go ahead. Yeah. I go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Fuck them people. Oh <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't worry about, you don't worry about what I'm doing at to like for a job to make money, to support my family. Well, when I couldn't pay my light bill last month and I, if it's say, if I can pay my light month and I got to call, got to call you to do it. And you, uh, I mean, it's like, oh, you, you don't care there. Or you going through, what, like, Weekly Digest or whatever magazines out there, and you see a lingerie model. Oh, she's, she, what, lingerie models too? Because they using their body to make money. And I see Calvin Klein, little dude with a stuffed package, up on a billboard driving by. I'm mad at him because he's modeling uh, underwear. No, that it, it's a job. I mean, and OnlyFans has different levels. That's true. I mean, That's true. but yeah. if you have those, like it, in like whatever, it doesn't matter what level you're on. That's like, if that's what you want to do for work, that's what you're going to do for work. You know, and it, if it supports your family and you're okay with it, that's fine. If people want to talk about, oh, I think you're, um, you're hurting. What is the term? Your moral. Oh, yeah. Your morality. Oh, your morality or your moral compass. Yeah. Yeah. Them people go fuck themselves too. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, really, you, you, you tell me about like my moral character. Um, do you know what my moral character is? And if you want to talk to me about like, oh, like you shouldn't be taking off your, um, clothes for money and stuff like that. And, and you go look at porn. Those are porn stars. Those are actors in adult film industry. They're getting paid to use their bodies. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so first off, there you go. You're hypocritical. And if other moms are giving you funny looks because you're doing this as work, that probably means they've seen your stuff. So they need to talk to their husband and not to you or their 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 friend or partner and instead of looking at you. Or even if they're mad, they're like, oh, she over there just flashing in on uh, OnlyFans, make a little money. I got to work. I work at this restaurant and then I work over here at this, um, this dollar dinner trying to make that money. We'll get your money. How, how you get it and mind your damn business. 
okay, you don't get mad at Elon Musk because he made a lot of money with some ideas or uh, appropriation of other people's ideas. No, you don't hate somebody just because they're doing better than you. That's what it is. It's that crab in the bucket mentality. Yeah. Okay, who's next? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, you good. Yeah, they always, uh, you know, people are just always got to find a way to judge someone or to bring people down or to, you know, they want to slam somebody because they're not doing it or they don't have the body to do it or they don't have the, uh, you know, they just, they just can't do it themselves. So you're not going to support this person like you were saying. So I got a family to feed. You're going to tell me I can't make a video that's going to help me feed my family, but you're also not going to help me feed my family. You know, so what do you want me to do? You know what I mean? When I'm working at the gas station making, you know, $8 an hour and I can't pay my rent, you wasn't there to help me. Now I can make free videos in my house and make $130,000 a month. And now you got a problem with that. I mean, it's just jealousy. It's just, uh, you know, they just gotta, they just gotta get in everybody's business. They gotta have their, you know, their two cents poured on it, but it's just ridiculous. I think everybody need to shut the hell up and mind their own business. And if you ain't giving me money and you ain't supporting me and my family, and if my significant other is cool with it, then fuck the rest of them. Fuck them. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So for the, the lady specifically for the first video that I saw, um, her brother came over and he was in tears pretty much like talking to her. She was upset. She was crying. And like she said, she was all like, I had $0 to my name. She's like, I am making six figures. And then she explained it like, and she showed what she does. So she's not like she's on there. Like you guys said, there's levels to OnlyFans. She wasn't like busting it open or nothing like that. She literally had on like, like covered up lingerie. It was nothing crazy. Um, and she talks, she said, I worked very hard for my body. And that woman looked good to have like four or five kids and to be doing it by herself. She looked good. Yeah. She looked young. She was taking care of herself and she wasn't doing anything like overly vulgar. It wasn't like soft porn or anything. She literally had like get to know me sessions. Like you would watch on like YouTube. The only difference is she had on like a, a camisole and some shorts or like a little, Nighty, but nothing crazy. It was nothing yeah. crazy, but she's getting paid a hundred thousand dollars, you know, or more to do it. I, lady, you found out what to do. Okay, you broke yeah, the mold. <laughs> you got some easy work. You're still able to support your family, and you're making money, and you're comfortable with what you're doing. And like you guys said, nowhere in her video did she say her brother can't support her when she ain't have no money. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. none The school that means they're looking at her stuff. I mean, he, I mean, okay. What the people saying? You're a little sensitive. You know, oh, like you're talking the, about the other one. I thought you said with the, the little, sister, the brother. So oh. for one of them, it was the mom and her brother came over to her house while they were shooting this. And she was explaining everything. And he pretty much, he said that he didn't, he didn't support it. He wasn't happy that that's how she chose to make her money. But <laughs> I mean, feel like I didn't okay. feel like I didn't yeah, ask I'm, you to subscribe. Right. I didn't ask you to subscribe. But That's it's like weird. also like you know, when somebody say that to you, it's like, okay, I see what you're saying. And I also don't appreciate how you're not supporting me. And I mean, and it's not like supporting me like financially, but like support my decisions and like what I'm doing. Like you're not doing it. I have to do this. Yeah. So I mean, what, what are you going to say? Like, I, I don't support what you're doing. Okay, fine. Don't support me because I'm supporting myself anyway. Yeah. And if that's how you feel, 
There's the door. Because I'm not doing nothing wrong. See, and I, this is the other question I wanted to present to you all. So, like, in the event, like, let's say, I don't know, what if it was your daughter that was doing OnlyFans? And the only reason I asked is because I've heard different stories about, like, there was this one guy that his daughter was a stripper. He would drive her to and from the club, and he would stay out, like, after, you know, she got done dancing. She wouldn't just walk out in the parking lot by herself. Like, he would come get her. He was pretty much like her security. And yeah. he took care of his daughter and he supported her. He didn't necessarily like the fact that she stripped, but in comparison to like coming out of college and not making money, she was able to make a lot of money with debt. Yes. And his whole thought was, I'm not supporting necessarily the job, but I'm supporting my daughter and what she's doing right now. And that's, and also I think that could be a transitional period. So yeah. make some people strip to get out of the situation they're in. True. You know, and that doesn't always work out for them. And those aren't very fun stories to hear, but that, that, that could be with a lot of stuff, not trying to go down, bring stuff down. (laughs) I'm just saying like, it could be transitional. Like you don't go to work at McDonald's expecting to work at McDonald's the rest of your life. You know, save up some money so you can get a car or you can, you can get a better place or you can move to this place so you can take advantage of other opportunities or create other opportunities for yourself and work at a better place. And you continue to step up. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to go here and this is what I'm going to do. If you see, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but, yeah, it could be transitional, you know. So this lady who's making like six figures now, all her kids are small. You know, she could she could be saving some of that money, providing a better life for her kids right now, and investing. Like, you have no idea. She, her, her kid's college fund could have been paid off in two months because yeah. she wanted to sit around laundry and talk to somebody. And you want to go and talk to your sister about how you don't feel that what she's doing is right. And you work at a fucking Jiffy Lube. Your dad works at the, uh, I'm going to say railroad station because that's actually a good job. Um, <laughs> but, you know, your dad was a mechanic too. And, you know, what she's doing now is a transitional period to like possibly break a generational chain. Because so she can provide better. So now your, your nieces and nephews going to college, you know, are they going to be okay? but you're not comfortable with it because you don't want to think of your sibling or daughter or, or spouse or partner in that way. You need to look at how you're looking at people and the way you're thinking. Cause that's projecting yourself on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking like, what's worse, like doing only fans for three or four hours a day or having a mom that has to work two full-time jobs and never gets to see her kids because she's at work all day and sleeping every opportunity she can. I mean, she's doing what she got to do to support them kids. I'm much ra- I think it's much better to do three or four hours in a day. And she has the kids. She could take care of her families. Her kids are well-fed, well-taken care of. I mean, but like, you know, everybody's going to judge what somebody else got going on. You know, it's just everybody just needs to mind their own fucking business and let them do. She's not doing anything illegal. She's not putting the kids in any danger. Then back the fuck up and leave the lady alone. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to get out and put yourself on that type of platform. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Like, you're you're doing something that is completely taboo. This woman has kids and everything else. And from the way she sounds, she's considered all of that. Because you can tell she was, she was slightly uncomfortable, yeah. you know. So it's like, 
you know she's going through that. You know there's probably taking a mental toll on her. But then on the other side of that, she's like, I'm, I got to support my kids because I'm all they have right now. And I'm going to do whatever I have to do. It's like if you know somebody's going through that, why add to the mental like turmoil that they're dealing with? Why are you adding to that? Support her. You don't necessarily have to support the job, but support her as a person. I'm here for you. I got your back, that type of thing. Like I said, the dad did with his uh, daughter being a stripper. Now, there was another story I wanted to share with you all where there was a young lady who did OnlyFans. Her parents knew, specifically her her dad. And it was to a place to where he... He was worried about her safety because her fans were becoming obsessive. And eventually one of her fans did catch up to her and ended up um, killing her. But her dad was very supportive that whole time. Like he would move her around. He had her use a pseudonym rather than her actual name. Um, He was very protective of his daughter. And I mean, you know, some people are just able to do all kinds of stuff on the Internet and find you. And they ended up finding this young lady, but still like just that thought that imagine if she didn't have that, you know, she didn't have that person in her corner looking out for her. And then there are these obsessive fans and she's dealing with that on top of everything else. And I know somebody's listening is like, well, she ain't got to do OnlyFans. She could have been working at Hooters. She could have been working at Applebee's and the same thing could have happened. Cause if somebody likes you and they obsess over you, it's, it's easy for it to happen. Yeah, um, they're gonna blame. They're gonna blame it on her life choice, of course. But it could have yeah. been anything. Yeah, it could have been, been anything. It's the person who went out and found her yeah. and seeked her. There, there, there's, there's people that go and and sit in cars, and there, there's like famous here because they just sit in cars and they just watch people until something in their head says that's the one, and they would follow them and track them and do all that stuff, plan it out, and then they would they would take them out. And all them people was doing was living their lives, walking down the street. Yep. So, I mean, I could understand if you're like, oh, well, yeah, well, John, he was a bare knuckle boxer and he was, he was in one of his underground matches and he got hit in the head, had concussion and he died. He made poor life choices. This lady sitting at her house where the kids sleep on a computer. Yeah. It, you can't compare though. You can't compare apples yeah. and oranges, but people are always going to find a talking point to uh, support uh, what they think, even if it's yeah, their belief exactly. Like, well, yeah. if she wouldn't have been doing that, then that wouldn't have happened, and it's such BS. I mean, it's crazy. So I do want to present the question to you all. So, like, if it was your daughter doing OnlyFans, how do you think you would approach the situation if you found out? Well, I hope uh... she would tell me what kind of work <laughs> she's doing because I wonder, like, how you get so much money? I used yeah, to buy everything right? for you. Now you're buying stuff for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Bought a house with cash. What's going on here? You, you pulled up in a Tesla that you paid for in cash. What's yeah, good? like, oh, man. <laughs> no, I think it's just, um, I would like to, you know, I think the main thing I would put forward is like the same kind of things we talked through in past episodes, like when we're talking about porn and everything like that. You know, just realizing that this may affect things you try to do later on down the road. And as long as you're cool with that, you know, um, because, you know, people will see your face. So unless you're not wearing some kind of costume where it's covering your face or something like that, that this can affect you down the road. I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm just letting you know. It's the same thing like when, you know, people go out and when they're young and get these tattoos on their face and they get, you know, 
this stuff is going to affect you down the road or they drop out of school or they, you know, uh, whatever, got locked up at a young age or they, you know, this stuff is going to be, be aware of what you're doing because this stuff is going to come back down the road. So as long as she understands that and that there's going to possibly be repercussions for career moves down the road, if she decides to leave OnlyFans or whatever alone, then uh, just know that somebody's probably going to recognize you down the road, especially if you're making significant money, which means you got significant number of subscribers, which means, you know, and it's on the internet and that's forever. So just, uh, you know, just, just be aware of that it can affect you down the road. But like I said, that's going to be a choice. She's a, she's 18, 20, 21, whatever. That's choices she's going to have to make. I'm just going to try to help guide her in the right direction. Nice. Nice. I agree. I agree. I, I'm definitely, whatever my kids do, we're weighing the pros and cons of it. If you want to go into the military, we're weighing the pros and cons of it. You want to go yeah. to college, we're weighing the pros and cons of it. You want to take a break. We're going to, I want you to be fully vetted and fully aware of whatever you're jumping into before you're jumping into it. And I don't, I don't want to grow up like in the era like we did where our parents saw certain things as just unrealistic. Cause I feel like the generation that we've come up in now people have proven themselves like I can make something out of nothing. And just because you don't believe in it doesn't mean that it's not real. And I, I genuinely believe that's the thing. Oh, the, that that's fact. Yeah. The internet has proven that time oh, and time you, again yeah. with the, some of these young people. Internet yeah. has made that yeah. apparent and let, and let you see it more. I mean, it's been happening for a long time, but you don't get, the, you don't get the, exactly. visual. You didn't get the, the know-how, but yes. Exactly. And it can happen for a whole lot more people. So I never want to shut ideas down that my children may have that may make money or just something that maybe I don't see it as realistic, but they know if I do A, B, C, or D, I can end up with like, you know, being a millionaire. I could do this and I could do that. I want to support them. But before we jump into it, though, we still going to weigh the pros and cons of every situation, but I want to support them. I never want my kids to feel like I don't have anybody in this world because then they're going to turn to something or somebody that's going to lead them astray. Even mm -hmm. if it's something I don't necessarily agree with, like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm supporting you. What we got to do. You got to have critical yeah. thinking. Yes. Critical thinking is key. Yes. Yeah. I want them to you be know, fully ready for whatever's out there. Yeah. And it's crazy. Cause you'll have those people out there. Like I think Antonio kind of said that where it's uh, they'll knock somebody for doing OnlyFans or for doing porn but then they go home and watch porn, but then say, or, or say like my daughter better never, you know, she better not be a stripper. And last week they threw $600 at the strip club. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Right. You, you know don't want to I mean? see her when you go to your place to get away. Yeah. That's all it is. You don't want her to get a job at your club that you regular. Yeah, and, it's, you know? and it's like, how do they look at strippers? And yeah. then you don't want to see your daughter in that way. Cause you're realizing you're a piece of shit looking at people like that. Yeah, exactly. Throwing dollar bills dirty dollar bills adam <laughs> but, yeah. all right y'all so we have anything else to add to that oh i uh, do i do <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> so yeah with a lot of these these conversations like we had on, on this episode like don't allow somebody else's stigmatas or or beliefs or moral compass to guide you you're your own person find out who you are and like where your compass points, your moral compass, like what your beliefs are and to find out what your beliefs are is a question of beliefs. Like I feel this way. Ask yourself, why do I feel this way? 
And like, give yourself a real answer because you know you're giving yourself bullshit. If you start saying just stuff, your mind's gonna be like, that's bullshit. You just uh, stop talking. So, like, really give yourself feedback. Like, well, I believe this. Why do I believe this? And that's how you change your belief system. And then with stigmatas, yeah, don't don't follow other people's stigmatas. Like, if you want to believe in something, know why you're believing it. Don't just follow stuff blindly. That's all I gotta say. Don't be sheep. Yeah, no. Yeah. What's that? It's, it's a, a Roman proverb. I think it's a Roman proverb. Um, but it's I'd rather live one day as a lion than a hundred years as a sheep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. JC, you got anything else? Uh no, I think we didn't cover it all now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, adults and fam, it's about that time. So we're gonna let you all go. I just want to leave you with this little party message. Take care. Take care of yourself. Um, and follow your own guide. Just like Antonio said, don't get wrapped up in what everybody else has going on or everybody else's beliefs on how you should be leading your life. Your life is yours to live. Yep. Live it to yep. the fullest. And until next week, take care. Peace. I'm gone.